Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. With a high temperature on Friday in the lower 40s with mostly sunny skies by the afternoon. Still on a winter alert for Saturdays. We get a mixture of rain and snow early part of the day, switching over to rain by afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 35 in Tyson's, 36 in Waldorf. It's 659. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. The nation's latest school shooting. In Iowa, a 17-year-old kills a sixth grader and hurts five other people before taking his own life. After an investigation, Metro and a rail car maker trade barbs over who's to blame for a 2021 derailment. I'm Mike Marillo. The major work on the GW Parkway is coming along. It's really our first milestone of the project for construction. I'm Nick Ainelli. On Wall Street, the Dow was up 10 points. It's 7 o'clock. Deadly Iowa school shooting. There are six victims, one of them who is deceased. U.S. military strike kills militia leader in Baghdad. The strike comes amid fears of a widening conflict between Israel and Hamas. New York City subway derailment. Everyone was scared, screaming. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. On the first day of school after the holiday break, shots ring out at an Iowa school. Active activation at Perry High School. That broadcast, if I call in Perry, 40 miles north of Des Moines, where a sixth grader has died and five others have been wounded. Mitch Mortvet with the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation. The shooter has been identified as 17-year-old Dylan Butler, a student at Perry High School. Butler was armed with a pump-action shotgun and a small-caliber handgun. The gunman was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Perry. The reaction so far today has been sort of that classic, and we see this every time, kind of, I can't believe it would happen here, kind of shock. These students were either en route to school or not even there yet and turned right around and told they don't have school tomorrow, won't be back until Monday now at the earliest. Authorities say a rudimentary and improvised explosive device was found in the school and rendered safe. No word on a motive. A U.S. airstrike in Baghdad kills a pro-Iran military commander. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder says the strike targeted Harkat al-Nujaba, who was involved in planning and carrying out attacks against American personnel. The strike was taken in self-defense that no civilians were harmed and that no infrastructure or facilities were struck. In Beirut, thousands of mourners gathered for the funeral of the deputy chief of Hamas, Saleh al-Arori, and officials killed in a drone strike on Tuesday. Meantime, Yemen-based Houthis have carried out another attack on shipping vessels. CBS's David Martin. The latest confirmed attack in the Red Sea came in the form of an unmanned surface vessel which blew up in the middle of the crowded shipping lanes leading to and from the Suez Canal. The explosion did not cause any damage to passing ships. The Biden administration has issued what U.S. officials say is a final warning to the Houthis to call off the attacks or face retaliatory strikes against their bases in Yemen. Two dozen people are injured when a passenger train collides with an out-of-service train and derails a New York City subway. It happened on Manhattan's Upper West Side. All of a sudden, we just felt like a loud boom. Everybody on the train kind of like swayed back and forth crazily, and it was a loud explosion, and all of a sudden, this train stopped. Kind of smoke was coming through the car. No one was seriously injured. On Wall Street, a mixed close. The Dow closed up 10 points. The Nasdaq slid 
800-242-8282. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703, Thursday evening, January 4th, 2024, 36 degrees and going down. Good evening, I'm Michael Toscano. The top stories we are following this hour. An update to the aftermath of the October 2021 Blue Line Metro train derailment in a tunnel in Roslyn. It forced nearly 200 passengers to evacuate the train. Now the National Transportation Safety Board has closed the book on its investigation. And in doing so, the NTSB criticizes Metro for what it calls inaction. The story from WTOP's Mike Marillo. What happened? Well, on October the 12th of that year, a blue line train derailed not once, not twice, but three times while carrying passengers. The first two times, it managed to get back on the tracks by itself, but the final time, it didn't. Fortunately, no one was hurt. The problem was the wheels were spreading so wide on the axles on the new 7000 series rail cars that they came off the tracks. WMATA apparently was aware of the problem back in 2017, but the investigation says that it only fixed the issues on new arriving rail cars, not the ones already on the tracks. That is until the derailment. After that, 7,000 series trains were taken off the tracks and are only being put back on as new wheel sets are added. When releasing the report, NTSB Chair Jennifer Homedy was critical of WMATA for allowing almost 500 rail cars to remain running while at higher risk of derailing. When it comes to WMATA, they need to be proactive, not reactive, to ensure safety. Metro was also criticized for communication issues after the derailment, which included smoke exhaust fans not being turned on for three hours. You may recall a woman died during a smoke incident back in 2015 in a tunnel. In response to the report, WMATA says it is confident in its plan of action to replace the wheel sets on trains and place the blame on the railmaker Kawasaki, which it says needs to pay for the repairs. Kawasaki, on the other hand, said WMATA's own failures led to what happened and saying that it should absorb the costs of the work is not rooted in reality. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Major rehab work on the George Washington Memorial Parkway is coming along. That means drivers will soon be using new, smooth lanes. Construction crews have made significant progress on the GW Parkway, specifically on the southbound lanes between the Beltway and Route 123. All the work that went into those areas, including drainage, guard walls, is completed. Project manager Caitlin Scheinhouse. It's really our first major milestone of the project for construction. That means work will soon be shifting to the northbound side. Before the end of the month, most of the traffic there will be on the new southbound lanes, freeing up the northbound ones for construction. The whole project is far from over, though, expected to run through the end of 2025. On the GW Parkway, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Reaction is still trickling into the proposed $2 billion arena in Alexandria that would bring the Caps and Wizards to Northern Virginia. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us one local group is now fighting to stop that move from happening. Opponents to a sports and entertainment complex here in Potomac Yard say all that glitters does not go <laughs> for nobody in this region. That's Ron Moten with Don't Mute DC. He joined the organizers of a rally in Alexandria who say the plan to build an arena and move the Wizards and Capitals to Potomac Yard should be stopped. Shannon Curtis with the coalition to stop the arena at Potomac Yard says the aim of the group and the petition 
is putting that voice in the community, garnering support, and making sure our public officials know that our voice is important. Curtis says the projections for the $2 billion sports and entertainment complex are overly optimistic, while Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson recently told WTOP that the financial model poses a minimal risk for taxpayers. At Potomac Yard, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. With the rate of hospitalizations due to COVID-19 and other viruses increasing and people returning home from holiday travels, the Maryland Department of Health is urging clinics to strengthen measures to reduce the spread of respiratory illnesses. That includes what MDH calls broad facility-wide prevention measures such as masking and vaccination, hoping to get that hospitalization rate back down. Other measures include ensuring that employees and clinicians use personal protective equipment correctly and to optimize ventilation in healthcare facilities. As of yesterday, the health department reports that the current weekly combined hospitalization rate is 7.6%. The department says people can receive both the updated COVID-19 vaccine and the annual flu shot at the same time. There is also a new vaccine against RSV. Well, you don't have to wait until spring to see cherry blossoms in D.C. Several are blooming right now. If you're seeing cherry blossoms around D.C., don't worry. This is not unusual. We see this happen every fall, every winter. Mike Blitterist with the National Park Service says they care for about 3,700 cherry trees and a dozen different varieties. A small percentage blooms this time of year, then again in the spring. We tend to, to go proactive on social media when it happens just to... To let people know that, you know, it's perfectly normal, we're tracking it, and it's okay. It's too early to estimate peak bloom, but it usually happens at the end of March or early April. Lynn Bowie, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a look at changing mortgage rates. It's 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th as we go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 66 westbound in Centerville. The crash is after Route 29, Centerville, near Cub Run. And it is a crash in the express lanes. All the express lanes are stopped around this crash. In the main lanes, uh, there is activity on the right shoulder, but you are getting by slowly to the left. Uh, westbound in the main lanes on 66, but the lanes start at Route 28. But again, the express lanes are entirely blocked on 66 westbound, uh, west of 29 Centerville, and before the rest area in Manassas. On 395 south on the service road, uh, Glebe Road did have a crash along the left side of the roadway in a, a spot that happens quite frequently. And uh, 395 northbound at Boundary Channel, crash was minor. It's on the shoulder. In Maryland, on the outer loop, it is jammed coming off the 270 spur. And on the Beltway outer loop from Old Georgetown Road, the truck remains in the roadway. Uh, before River Road, you're now getting by in two lanes to the left around the broken-down tractor-trailer that has been there for quite some time now. And I think this breaks a, an all-time record here. Interloop Beltway, that is heavy and slow from Central Avenue, getting to a point before Route 4, Pennsylvania Avenue, exit 11, where the crash remains along the left side of the roadway. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right, same as uh, 270 except for the southbound spur. And clear sailing on 50, getting out to the Bay Bridge. WTOP Traffic Center furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses in store and online. RegencyFurniture.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. 
Over now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Turning clear and cold overnight, 18 to 28 degrees. Friday is going to be the calm before the storm. Partly sunny to mostly sunny. High temperature about 40 to 45 degrees. We do have a winter storm watch up for areas of Frederick County, Maryland, Western Loudoun, Western Fauquier, Rappahannock, and Madison, Virginia on west for Saturday. That's where we could see some accumulating snowfall. An event that will start mid-morning Saturday and wrap up about 11 p.m. to midnight. It's mostly a slushy wetness for us with temperatures in the 30s on Saturday. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 35 degrees now in DuPont Circle, 34 in Germantown, 37 degrees in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest, but conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Mortgage rates rose for the first time in 10 weeks this week, although not much, with a 30-year fix averaging 6.62%. Amazon accounted for 29% of all online orders in the last two weeks of December. A record high for rent in D.C. The Washington Business Journal says a 14,000-square-foot house on Foxhall Road just rented to an unnamed embassy for $55,000 a month. The Dow finished Thursday up just 10 points. The Nasdaq lost 82. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Did you know more than a million students around here are now working with and learning from the Washington Capitals? We'll explain. It's 712. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Here's John O'Donnell, President and CEO of the Washington Area New Automobile Dealers Association, talking about what you can expect at the Washington Auto Show. The Washington, D.C. Auto Show is always about the latest technology and new cars, but there's also going to be a lot to do in addition to that with indoor and outdoor ride and drives, an all-new kids zone, interactive driving simulators, e-bikes, classic cars, exotic cars, and real-time art from Art of Motion. We're proud that Hyundai is bringing back their exhilarating indoor test track featuring the Kona EV, the Ionique 5, and 6. Nissan will introduce a brand new EV track experience at the 2024 show where guests can ride along in their Aria Platinum. Don't miss the Washington Auto Show at the Washington Convention Center, January 19th through 28th. For tickets, go to WashingtonAutoShow.com. That's WashingtonAutoShow.com. Coming up, the first high school shooting of the new year. New details ahead later this hour. More news in 60 seconds.
This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-364-1031 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-364-1031. That's 800-364-1031. What do you have to lose? Call 800-364-1031. Again, 800-364-1031. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 7.15. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks for being with us. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is deploying the city's snow team as preparations get underway for the expected first snowfall of 2024. Roadway pretreatment brine operations started this hour on all snow emergency routes, and that includes the National Highway System. And the district snow team will hit the roads at 9 a.m. on Saturday. The team is made up of almost 150 heavy plows. Those are on 6- and 10-wheel dump trucks. They treat highways, streets, bridges, and ramps and other elevated structures. Almost 90 night uh, light plows, those are the ones on pickup trucks, they'll be ready to treat uh, smaller streets. The National Weather Service forecasting snow will begin on Saturday morning between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., turning to mostly rain by early noon with an accumulation of less than an inch. Be with us here, your first alert weather station, WTOP, with our partners at 7 News. With the chance of snow heading your way this weekend, local power companies are working to get ready, and they say there are some things that you can do. You want to keep in touch. Peggy Fox with Dominion says today, download your power company's app to easily report a power outage. Charge your phones, charge your computers so that you'll be able to use them, at least use them for a little while. Chuck McDade with Pepco says have a flashlight with fresh batteries on each level of your home. If you have a portable generator, please Read any safety instructions with the generator. Do not use them in an indoor or an enclosed area. And if power lines come down, stay at least 30 feet away. Always assume a downed line is energized. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. For years, the Capitals and their youth hockey development program have been putting hockey gear inside schools around the region. The program has reached more than a million students, and it's expanding into Prince George's County. Hundreds of students gathered in the gym here at Capitol Heights Elementary, and in some cases it was the first time they put their hands on a hockey stick. And as they passed and shot and even played a game, the hope is that the lessons learned are about more than just playing hockey. You're learning a lot. There's conflict resolution. There's, you know, rules you have to follow. Matt Hur is a former Capitol, former teacher, and now the NHL's director of youth hockey and industry growth. Once you leave the school, it's going to pertain to, to walking down the street and, and, you know, your friend circles that you're in and overcoming obstacles when you go get a job. By the end of the month, all PGCPS elementary and middle schools will have this gear. In Capitol Heights, John Dome in WTOP News. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. New tonight, a 17-year-old opened fire at a small-town Iowa high school today. The first day of classes after the winter break, a sixth grader is dead, five others wounded. 
There won't be snow everywhere on Saturday, but it's likely areas north and west of the Beltway will see some flakes. Stay with your first alert weather station, WTOP, for the latest. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. The truck on the Beltway outer loop before River Road, that broke down before 4 o'clock this afternoon. It's still there. On the outer loop before River Road, two lanes get by to the left around the broken down tractor trailer, still waiting on a truck big enough to move it out of the roadway. Outer loop delay starts at about Old Georgetown Road. Of course, the 270 spurs slow its length getting onto the outer loop. And on the inner loop of the Beltway from Central Avenue, heavy and slow, getting past what's left of the crash on the right side before exit 11, Pennsylvania Avenue. 50 is good out to the Bay Bridge, 95 BW Parkway, 270, all good. Not so good in Virginia on 66. There were two things in Centerville. Westbound, after 29, before Cub Run, you had a crash to the main lanes. That's on the right shoulder. You had a crash in the express lanes that had traffic stopped. That is now on the left shoulder. It is still jammed from Route 28 and making it even slower. Uh, getting to Route 29, though, is a car fire that happened on the back of a tow truck on Route 29 or on the ramp. Uh, getting to Route 29 from westbound 66, which is also slowing down Route 29 on the southbound side, uh, trying to get from Route 28. So there you go. 395 and 95 doing all right. believe they got that crash out of the roadway on 395 south in the service road near Glebe Road. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if you could save you hundreds, they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. And over to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear and cold overnight. Much colder, in fact, about 18 to 28 degrees to start your Friday. With a high temperature anywhere from 40 to 45 degrees, Friday afternoon will be partly to mostly sunny. All attention then to Saturday, our first winter storm system looking more sloppy and wet versus wide. The accumulating snow mainly in the mountains. Areas outside of there along the I-95 corridor will start mid-morning with rain and snow mix and then quickly switch over to rain. Temperatures on Saturday mainly in the 30s. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 35 degrees outside of the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, at some point in life, we all have to cope with grief. Can you learn from one woman's story? Stay with us. Coming up on 721. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a serious heart condition. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. My HCM impacted how I felt and what I could do. So I asked my cardiologist about treatment advances that gave me new options. That conversation was big for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com to learn more. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Interesting fact, five of every seven days of your life are weekdays. So let Lido Pizza help make weekdays even better with our Lido Pizza weekday lunch deals. Get six jumbo wings or a meatball sub, Italian cold cut sub or Greek gyro, along with fries and a soda for just $10.99. Or get a three-topping eight-inch pizza for just $10.99. Order at LidoPizza.com. Lido Pizza is square because Lido Pizza never cuts corners. 
Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> With a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 722. Crib camera recordings are providing clues to a potential cause behind some sudden unexplained deaths. Hayden Fell had several fever-induced seizures, but always bounced back until the night the 17-month-old passed away in his crib. His father, Justin Fell. It was a repaired spider. Researchers at NYU's Langone Health analyzed seven videos of toddlers that died and spotted in five cases small movements deemed seizures that are suspected to have played a role in what's called Sudden Unexplained Death in Childhood, or SUDC. SIDS is extraordinarily well-known. SUDC, or Sudden Unexplained Death in Childhood, which is the continuous just after age one is rarely discussed and little known. Dr. Oren Davinsky is the lead author of the small study, now published in the journal Neurology. You're a detective trying to solve a crime, and now you've got a video of the perpetrator, potentially. Videos of Hayden's last night and his brain have been donated to science. His mother, Katie, hopes the video evidence helps finally lead to answers. I'm Jennifer King. A former journalist turned author is in D.C. this weekend, and she's sharing her story on how she navigated grief after a horrible tragedy in her life. I did not write the book for myself. Michelle Horde, a former journalist who started her career as a reporter in D.C. with America's Most Wanted, said she suddenly found herself at the center of every parent's nightmare. To fast forward some 30 years later almost and be on the other side of that police tape when my daughter was murdered by my then-husband while we were going through our divorce gave me a way, based on my professional experience, to really look at grief. Horde is giving a talk about her book titled The Other side of yet finding light in the midst of darkness on Saturday at Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Library in D.C. What happens with grief is that we somehow learn to expand our hearts and our lives to include it. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. It's 724. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Joel from Portland asks, I'm a 42-year-old single dad and I don't want to rely on my only daughter as my elder care option. How do I financially plan for my own long-term care so that I know I'm taking care of? Joel, 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 only 42 years old and already thinking about such scenarios. A lot of this will depend on how much money you end up with and what your income will be during retirement. You can look into long-term care coverage, but I would consult with a professional, a fiduciary, before purchasing a policy. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Sports at 25 and 55. And here's Rob Woodfork. All right, the rich get richer in the NFL. Baltimore has the best record in the league. They now add a four-time Pro Bowler to their practice squad as Dalvin Cook went unclaimed on waivers and gets to join a contender as he wanted. The Ravens in need of running back help after losing Keaton Mitchell and J.K. Dobbins to season-ending injuries uh, throughout the, the course of the season, the Commanders are pretty banged up going into their season finale against Dallas, practicing today without starters. Curtis Samuel, Jonathan Allen, Cam Curl, and Kendall Fuller. 
There's really no point in any of them playing for this 4-12 and team, and Eric Bieniemy, likely in his final appearance as offensive coordinator in Washington, can't believe this is where they are. The surprising part is that we haven't won more games. Become resilient in those moments, making sure you can keep the creativity up. On top of that, keep your spirits 